you are not alone in this conundrum of like, oh, can I share this? Especially when it's something that you're so excited about, you're really proud of the work you're doing. We just want to share it immediately, right? Well, at least I do. But in most cases, it's often best to wait until things have like wrapped up, then you are free to share as much as you like. Welcome to Design Life FM, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. And it always throws me off when you change the intro slightly. I'm so sorry. I like to be creative. <laughs> I love it. No, it's good. Gotta mix it up. Otherwise, people are going to get bored with these intros. <laughs> you know, we, we should do that. Today on this episode, we're going to be talking about unfinished projects and whether you can share them or not. Like, do they just die if, if they don't get finished? Or if the client you know, cancels it or something, if it just doesn't move ahead for some reason, what can you do with that work? And this uh, episode comes to us by way of Rachel, who's in an email. And she asked, what's your take on sharing unfinished, dropped or rejected projects? I see a lot of designers sharing the work in progress on Instagram, which I love to see as a designer. But when is it a problem client wise? And similarly, what about in your portfolio? There are a few projects I worked on that could really add something missing to my portfolio, but I'm hesitant to share them, either because they've been held up for months waiting for a launch or because the client has decided to go in a different direction with or without me. And she did clarify that all of these are not projects that are stuck under NDA or anything, but she just wants to make sure she's being respectful to the client and also not misleading or confusing uh, future employees, employers when she shows work that isn't actually live and finished. So this is an interesting conundrum and one that I think that every designer will face at some point because not every project goes perfectly, you know, and and when she talks about sharing the work in progress along the way as well, it's, yeah, really good to note that. So this is what I'm going to talk about today. I don't think we need to catch up because, Fem, you and I talked just yesterday was the last episode we recorded in in like real time. Yes, it has been 24 hours since we recorded uh, episode 135. So yeah, yeah, not much has happened. Or did you do anything exciting in the last day, Charlie? Actually, you know what? I kind of did. I launched our new marketing site at ConvertKit. Oh, nice. Well, that's big. With the, the rebrand and yeah, it just looks so cool. I love this new brand. Um, so you might have heard in past episodes that we were changing our name. I think I might have talked about it, mm-hmm. but we have decided not to do that anymore for reasons that uh, I'll put in a, a link to a letter that Nathan wrote that explains it so eloquently in the show notes. It's at convertkit.com slash staying hyphen convertkit. Um, but we are still rebranding visually. So I'm really pleased with that because I love our new brand. Mm, I'm looking at it now. It looks really nice. Thanks. Yeah. The colors are so fun and like just not blue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's so been much nice. blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's something big that I've done in the past 24 hours, but that's pretty much it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, congrats on the launch. It must feel so good to get a project live when you've been working on it for so long. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a great feeling. And now I can move on to the backlog of other things (laughs) that have like built up in the meantime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, should we just get straight into today's topic then, unless you have anything exciting to share? Uh, no, just that I actually reached one year at Uber, which is weird. <laughs> oh yeah, not exciting at all, Fem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was my, we call it Uberversary. It's so uh, hashtag brand. Uh, so yeah, I reached one year working at Uber, which feels crazy. I can't believe that I've been there for a whole year. It's like 
it feels really long, but also really short at the same time. I don't know. It's really weird, but it was super nice. I had a really lovely day. My teammates decorated my desk and I got a little balloon and then we had lasagna in the evening together. It was, yeah, it was just a really nice day. That's so cool. I like that when companies like celebrate people being there for milestones, you know, because I just feel like in this day and age, like people shift jobs so much. Like the longest job I've ever had was two and a half years you know, in my design career. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of the problem, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Year. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, should we move on to the topic then? Now that we did actually find stuff to catch up yeah. about. Topic of the day. <laughs> topic of the day, unfinished projects. Have you ever been in this situation that Rachel is in where either you're wondering if you can share work along the way, like you, you're working on a project, you want to share a work in progress, you're not sure if you're allowed or have you ever had a project that hasn't quite been finished or launched? And so you've, yeah, wondered what you can do about it. I mean, yeah, like the work that I'm currently doing at, at Uber, I've been working on a really big project. I think we're almost a year into the project now, at, at least 10 months. I feel like I started in September or October last year. So, I mean, for sure, there's definitely been moments along the way where I'm like, oh man, I wish I could share this and talk about it and, you know, have conversations with people about what I'm doing and get some advice or feedback or whatever. But obviously that's uh, not really possible in my situation. But I am really looking forward to the day it launches to finally be able to share that. So I think like my kind of opinion on this is I don't think that you should share unfinished work in a portfolio. Okay. I do think that it is worth sharing unfinished work slash work in progress Uh, you know, on Instagram or something like that, or within your design community. The reason I don't think that you should have it on your portfolio is because like as someone who like a potential employer or something who is looking at your work, I, I think your portfolio is really a place to highlight the stuff that you're super proud of. And that's complete because that helps explain and show a bit more of Uh, you know, what you've been able to achieve and the things that you've done. And if I were to see unfinished work on there, that could be a red flag to me thinking, okay, well, they didn't quite finish this. And then I start thinking, well, what's the reason why? Like, did they drop out? Did something happen in the project? Uh, Did they just not finish? And then I start to focus on those kind of questions instead of focusing on the great work that you have achieved. So that's kind of my like broad take on this is that there is a time and a place, right, to, to share unfinished or work in progress. But I don't believe like your final portfolio piece uh, should have unfinished work. OK, yeah, I think I mostly agree with you on this, but I think that it depends on the reason why the project didn't launch. So I suppose if we're saying unfinished, then yes, that you know, it's not a good thing to put in your portfolio. But there's seems like a situation that Rachel described in her email saying that either because the project has like just hasn't launched yet, like it is finished, but it's not like out into the world. I think that's different, right? Like the yes, project is finished, too. but maybe it hasn't launched yet or, or maybe it never will launch, right? Like this could be a school project or something or a concepting project that you did. Yep. Like it might not have launched or might not be a real world pro- project, 
But if it's complete and, it, and it's finished, then for sure, if you're proud of that work, then put it in your portfolio. But if you have a project that's unfinished and it's very obvious that it's unfinished, then you don't really get to tell the whole story anyway. So what are you really telling? And I just think it makes it brings up questions for me as someone looking at your portfolio that, you know, I think you're better to to send a different message than that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you're, I think you're right in that because it was unfinished for a reason, right? Like in this email, Rachel describes a client either like moving on in a different direction or something. And if the client moves in a different direction, that means that you weren't answering their brief and that might not be your fault. Like perhaps the brief wasn't clear. Perhaps the client did change their mind partway through. But either way, I don't think it's a good example of how you can create work that solves a certain problem, right? If it didn't actually end up solving a problem. But yeah, where I think you could share this kind of work is on Dribble, on Instagram. Sure. You know, places where it's not presenting it as a full, complete project, which I feel like, I, I agree with you, Femme, your portfolio really should be. But I think it's prime material for Dribble. I, I feel like I often see work on their like unused concept, that sort of thing. That's what a lot of people use it for. So yeah, you should maybe treat this as, as one of those things. Yeah, I mean, there's still definitely value, I think, right, in sharing work in progress or unfinished stuff or concepts. Uh, and I do agree that uh, Dribble or often Instagram is also a nice place to share that kind of stuff. But another thing to mention, which is probably obvious and goes without saying, but just to make sure you have the permission to share that, yeah. um, you know, let's be respectful of the client or the stakeholder, whoever that is, uh, whether it's the company you work at or a client uh, outside of the company. Just keep that in mind as well, because you never know, right? And it could have uh, external effects uh, if you're sharing some of the stuff that either didn't go live or is work in progress. Uh, and so that's like, where I am now, right, with my project is, you know, if I, I know that there will probably be consequences if I were to start sharing that outside of the company. So just keep that in mind, protect yourself, protect the brand you're working for or working with. Uh, and it will be worth the wait, you know, like for me, I'm, I'm really looking forward to when I can finally share my project, the reward and the benefit will really pay off. So just be patient <laughs> if you're in that situation, like I am. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because like Rachel says in the email, the project she's talking about aren't under NDA, but that doesn't mean that you can just go ahead and share them, right? Like, oh, and I, no, nothing says I can't, so, you know, I'm going to go share it. I think it's always polite to check with the client or the company, especially if work hasn't launched yet, and just, just ask if you can share a, um, a little piece of it or, or something like that because it's their launch at the end of the day that could be affected by it. And, you know, don't want to spoil or give any give, give anything away. Um, so just because you haven't got an NDA on it doesn't mean that you can share it, is what I'm saying. What do you think about sharing finished projects that haven't launched, like that are still in development? I know that some people feel a bit unsure about this. Like, do you think that as a designer you need to disclaim that it's not yet live or anything like that or talk about it as if it's live? Or do you have any opinion on that? Um, okay, so in this situation, it is being built, it's just not out yet, is what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think that you sh you could publish it if you are wanting it for a certain opportunity, like perhaps you're about to apply for a job and you know, like Rachel said, this could add something missing to your portfolio, then for sure put it in. But otherwise, you might as well just wait until it goes live and then 
post it because then people can click through and see the real website, you know. But I don't think it's bad at all to post something that hasn't been built. Mm -hmm. Sometimes websites can change over time, you know, and your original design gets tweaked to a point where, you know, you feel like you don't really design it anymore, but that's what the live site is now. So in situations like that, it's not good to link to the live site anyway. So it's fine to be publishing something, I think, that isn't built. If it's close, though, you know, you might as well wait because it will feel more impressive if people can check it out for themselves. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? I yeah, I personally didn't see a problem with that basically. Yeah, I think like uh if stakeholders or the client or whatever is fine with it being on your portfolio, then I think that's fine and I don't think you need to necessarily have any kind of disclaimer that like this is in engineering uh in progress or anything like that obviously if the site is live and showing your design in live in action then I always think it's great to link to that because I'm always curious when I see projects on people's portfolios I sometimes will google them or look them up if I want to actually see them so just having a link there is already pretty useful um so yeah I, I think it's okay as long as you know everyone else is okay with it basically but I was also wondering, what do you think about, so Rachel also mentioned the client deciding to go in a different direction with or without her. Let's say the client decided to go in a different direction without her. Uh, what do you think in that case? Like, so I guess she's been a part of it up to a certain point and then the project carried on without her. Would you, and how would you present that, uh, whether it's in a portfolio or online somehow? That's the situation I was talking about before in that if the client moves on without you, then I don't really feel like you answered the brief. And like I said, that might not be your fault. Could have been a, you know, maybe the brief wasn't clear or something. But in that case, I don't think you should present the work as a complete thing. Um, Fine to put it on Dribbble or Instagram, little shots of pieces of it. But yeah, I would advise against talking about it as a finished piece of work because you, you just won't have the things to say to back that up, right? Like, you can't say, oh, yeah, the client was really happy with it. It did this for them because it didn't do anything. They (laughs) wanted to go in a different direction. Um, Where you can share projects like this, though, I think, or just, you know, projects that are unfinished for any other reason, is perhaps in an interview setting where you're just, like, doing a portfolio review, but you can also pull in other things that you're perhaps currently working on or, you know, things you've done in the past that you didn't feel were portfolio ready but or worthy but it relates to like maybe the work that the company does or something they're asking you perhaps in this unfinished client project there was this illustration style you did that you really liked and you want to show them that yeah i think in that case that's a good place to do it because it's not public and out to the world and you're not presenting it as a case study of a project you know that's been complete Mm -hmm. so that's another good option too yeah, I was going to bring that up. So I'm glad you said that. I've definitely been in interviews where we've had portfolio reviews and the interviewee, is that the right way? Interviewer? Yeah, interviewee? So. Uh, candidate, whatever we usually call them. Interviewee presents work that they basically completed, handed to the client, and then they're not sure if it got implemented or where it kind of left off because the relationship ended between the two of them. Yeah, of course. So... I mean, I think that's fine to present, right? Like you said, if you're you're wanting to highlight or show a specific skill or process you used or finished piece that you're really proud of, uh, in that context, uh, I, I definitely think it's okay to share. And, you know, 
sure, be, be honest too about that you don't necessarily have results about how it performed, uh, so you're not quite sure. But I think there's still definitely a lot of value in showing the work and talking about the work and the process and, and how you got there and things like that. So, yeah, in an interview setting, uh, yeah, I think the rules can be a little bit different from like a portfolio that lives and breathes online. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of wording it. Because I think the reason why this is my opinion, and I think your opinion too, is because we believe that projects in your portfolio should be presented as more of a case study, like uh, sharing the brief behind it and the like process that went into it, any discussions with the client, that sort of thing, considerations to make. Like share more of the story, not just the finished pixels. And so when the work is unfinished and it, the reason is because the client like you know wanted to go in a different direction... I don't think you can really accurately put it next to the brief, right? And be happy with that and call it a finished case study. So yeah, I think that's the reason why I think that that way. Not everyone does their portfolio that way, but personally, I think it's a good way to do things. Yeah, Nuka in our community uh, said something about this. So she said that she had work in her portfolio for a while that didn't go live. And she wanted to show it because it was her favorite project. It was really big and she was very proud of it. And she said that in interviews, she always sort of explained that it wasn't live yet, but being built and, you know, she wasn't too sure where the build was at because it was by a different party. But she said that this often led to, you know, really interesting conversations. Uh, They'd talk about the project and she also, you know, would talk about what she would do differently, how she could improve it next time. And she said that those conversations can always be really interesting in an interview setting. Yeah, I think she's right. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah a great example of how you could frame or talk about that project, even if it's uh, not live. Yeah, yeah, just being upfront, basically, about it not being live and not being finished. What about the situation that Rachel talks about sharing work in progress? And when is that a problem client-wise, she says. So one thing is I have in my contract, when I do freelance work, like on the rare occasion, because I know we just did an episode about why we don't do freelance work anymore. But uh, in it, I to get around any issues of putting work in a portfolio, I have a clause that says that I retain the right to display um, the project, like either on, on online or, or offline, as credited to my name, you know. So that means that when it launches, I'm allowed to publish it on my portfolio or whatever. But I don't have anything in there about work in progress. I feel like I've kind of handled that on a case-by-case basis and just sort of judged for myself whether I think the client would be open to it or not um, and just check with them before, like, hey, would you mind if I posted, like, a quick little screenshot of of this logo we're working on or something? Um, usually the client's going to be pretty excited that you're excited enough about the project that you're wanting to share it. But, yeah, there might be situations where they're a bit more private or they're worried about anyone seeing anything before it launches, you know, there's competitors watching or something like that. You don't know. So I think it's always good to check. Um, even if, like I said, you haven't signed an NDA or anything. What's been your approach? Well, I've always wondered how designers do this. Like I often see on Dribble, people will share like, oh, some uh, rejected concepts for this logo or brand design, whatever that I was doing. And I've always been interested, like, oh, how were they able to post this? Like, did they get permission from the client? Like, did they ask them or did they just decide like, oh, well, it's uh, my my work, so I, I can share it if I want to. So I've always been a little bit, yeah, pensive about how people are able to do that. Do you think those people posted it 
after the project was finished and they were sharing like, oh, this is something that we didn't, a direction we didn't go in. Yeah. So it's, it's usually after the project is finished and then they'll, you know, flashback or however you say to, uh, yeah, like work in progress from, from during the project. Yeah. So what, what's your question? Like whether that's a good thing to do or if I've done that in the past? Yeah. Just like when you're working on a client project, because we know that at Aruba you can't really share this during your work. Sure. Um, I, I could share work in progress during my work, but I'm just so bad at posting to Dribble. I need to like set a calendar reminder for myself <laughs> to like make myself do that. But yeah, the question is more about working on a client project. Can you share your work in progress along the way, like while the project is ongoing? Is that something you've done or would do? Uh, I don't remember. I think it really depends on the client and the project. Like, if you're doing something really small, maybe you're doing something, I don't know, like thinking back to projects I've done in the past, I once did a t-shirt design for a local community, you know, like small projects, uh, fun for the community, pro bono, basically. And I feel like if I remember correctly, I was pretty open about sharing that, like sharing my sketches and, and things along the way. But if you're doing like a, you know, big, meaty high stakes project, uh, then you might not have as much freedom to do that. So I think it really depends on the client or whoever you're working with. And it's probably something good to establish upfront. You, you probably like, it'll probably be pretty obvious at the start, like what kind of vibe this project is going to be like, is it going to be high stakes or something fun and, and open? Um, but definitely worth having that conversation. If it's something that you, you do want to, you know, sort of uh, work more in the open and share stuff along the way then have that conversation I think just to check what their um, what their view is on it because I feel like some companies like that because for them it's also like marketing in a way I guess right yeah yeah like promotion of their project yeah and like people might get interested and follow the design process like so some companies might like that attention but others might not and prefer to save it all for like a big launch or a big reveal so I think it can really, really depend on the project and the client. Yeah, I think you're right. And in most cases, I think it'll be fine just to wait till afterwards, save up any unused concepts or things that you think might be interesting to post on Instagram or Dribble and post them after it's done and after it's launched anyway. Uh, unless there's something urgent, like, like I said, a job you want to apply for that you really want to have this work out there. Yeah, in most cases, just just wait. Might as well just wait. <laughs> and of course, like if you are doing stuff for yourself, then you have free game, right? Like uh, a friend of mine, Frederica, she's an amazing illustrator. And she, oh, I love all her work. Yeah, we'll definitely link her. Um, she often does like daily doodles and things like that. And it's cool because she will share first like the outline sketch and then she shares like a bit more fill and then eventually the final piece. And it's really cool to kind of get these snapshots of her process and see along the way uh, how it gets from like concept to work in progress to finish piece. Uh, and that's, that's super cool. And I think so much value as well in sharing that. So if you're doing, you know, things for yourself or exploring or playing, um, then of course it's your decision whether you want to share it or not. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, is that a good note to end on? This has been a, a shorter episode, but I feel like... Yeah, shop is sweet. <laughs> yeah, good good time to wrap it up. And also, I just want to say to Rachel and anyone else out there listening that you are not alone in this conundrum of like, oh, can I share this? Especially when it's something that you're so excited about. You're really proud of the work you're doing. 
um, we just want to share it immediately, right? Well, at least I do. Yeah. I'm like, I want that instant gratification. I don't want to wait. But in most cases, it's often best to wait until things have like wrapped up and um, yeah, then, then you are free to share as much as you like, mm-hmm. as long as it's not under an NDA. <laughs> yes, please be careful about that. We don't want anyone getting lawsuits or anything. Yes. So just yes, be mindful. <laughs> All right, fam, where can people go to listen to more episodes of this podcast? You can go to designlife.fm and you'll find all episodes there. There's also, if you head to the episodes page, a couple of episodes at the top that we really recommend. If you're new to the show, maybe this is the first episode you're ever hearing. You decided to start at episode 136. Uh, Cool. Uh, But we also (laughs) have a couple of recommended episodes if you're new to the show. Uh, So go and check it out there. When I start a podcast, I feel like I often listen to the latest episode yeah. and then go back yeah. because I feel like sometimes episode one isn't the best representation no. of the podcast and in ours, definitely not. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> I'm sure that we were very awkward, whatever it was. Anyway, um, if you would like to join our community, we had yeah a great contribution from Nooka during this episode. We always like to post about the topic and start a discussion in our podcast channel in our in our slack so head on over to designlife.fm slash community and join up there come come hang out with us Mm -hmm. super all right until next week yep talk to you then bye bye